Welcome to Live Well with Southwell. Southwell is dedicated to helping you be equipped with the best tools and knowledge to make sure you and your family live a healthy life. Live Well with Southwell features interviews with experts across many areas of healthcare and wellness. We hope you enjoy listening and most importantly, living well. Hi everyone, I'm your host, Liza Tillman, and today we are joined by Mandy McMillan, a physician's assistant with Southwell Medical Nashville Primary Care. And we asked Mandy to join us today to give us a little more insight into the thyroid and the various disorders that may affect it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mandy. You're welcome. Glad to be here. Yeah. So can you tell us about your family, where you're from, and your educational background? Yeah, sure. So I was born and raised in Adel, Georgia. Um, my family owned a restaurant there, so I grew up working the drive-thru. What restaurant was it, Mandy? It's Carter's Fried Chicken. <laughs> Everybody knows Lots that. Lots of fried chicken and sweet tea. Um, and then I graduated from Cook High School. I went to Mercer University in Macon for an undergraduate degree. And then after graduating, I got married. And I actually taught high school for a year. Oh, um, I didn't know that. High school anatomy and biology. And I really enjoyed that. But then my husband got into dental school, so we moved to Augusta, where I applied to PA school at the Medical College of Georgia and completed that degree in 2013 mm-hmm. and then came back home. Okay. I have three kids, nine-year-old named Carter, a six-year-old Mary Evelyn, and a four-year-old named Cliff. So they keep us pretty busy with uh-huh. basketball and gymnastics <laughs> and fun things like that. So between work and children, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, you stay busy for sure. So how long have you been practicing at Nashville Primary Care? So I've been there with Dr. Wheeler since 2013, um, right after graduating in August of that year, I started working in October. Okay. And where is the practice located in Nashville? And this, for those listening, this is Nashville, Georgia. Yes. <laughs> so where, where is it um, located? We are at 416 East McPherson Avenue. It's right down from the Old Harvey Supermarket in kind of a string of buildings. Okay. All right. And so you mentioned that you practice with Dr. Wheeler? Yes. Okay. So Dr. Wheeler is our my supervising physician, and then we have... Two nurse practitioners, Sharonda Brown and Anna Money, that have been with us for a couple of years as well. So we have four providers. Okay. So what services are offered at Nashville Primary Care? So we mainly do a lot of chronic management, chronic disease management, diabetes, hypertension, hyperlipidemia, mm-hmm. helping reduce heart attack risk, things like that. Mm-hmm. But then we also have the acute care side where, you know, bites, um, right. infantigo. Mm-hmm. We see children of all ages. So our, as far as our patient demographic age range, it's from zero to 100 um, or, or plus. I tend to kind of deal more with the geriatric side. That's just kind of my passion. Okay. Um, and then the nurse practitioners, Anna and Sharonda, really enjoy kids. Mm-hmm. So um, we do the acute visits for, you know, upper respiratory infections. Of course, COVID now, we are able to offer COVID testing and infusions okay. for our high-risk patients. Um, and then minor procedures skin biopsies, abscess, drainage, things like that. Okay. So let's dive into our topic today, which is thyroid awareness. Can you tell us what the thyroid is and where it's located? Yeah, so the thyroid is very important. It's a butterfly-shaped organ that's located in the base of your neck, um, and it releases hormones that help control your metabolism. It's considered part of the endocrine system. Okay. How does the thyroid work? I know that it plays a really important role um, in our bodies for being such a small, it, it's a gland, you said, right? That's right. So what? how does it work? So the thyroid works by helping communicate with the rest of our body to maintain a balance. It works by two main hormones. Those are T3 and T4. Mm-hmm. And these hormones kind of help determine a variety of things in our body, from heart rate to food digestion to weight gain and weight loss. So what are the symptoms of a thyroid disorder? 
So there are two major types of thyroid disease. There's hyperthyroidism or hypothyroidism. One of them means you either have too much thyroid hormone or too little thyroid hormone. If you have too much, you're anxious and irritable, Mm -hmm. (laughs) moody, sweaty. You shake, maybe a little bit of a tremor, Mm -hmm. um, hair loss, and you may even miss periods. Okay. On the contrary, if it's... um, if your thyroid is not stimulating enough hormones, then you have a lot of fatigue. You can't concentrate. You may be, not be able to lose a little bit of extra weight. It's associated with depression, um, constipation. And in contrary to the hyperthyroidism where you're skipping menstruation, um, this gives you frequent heavy periods. Okay. So how prevalent are thyroid disorders? So the American Thyroid Association estimates that more than 12 million of the U.S. population will develop a thyroid condition during their lifetime, and women are five to eight times more likely than men to develop a problem. Okay. So I've heard a lot of people talk about Hashimoto's disease. What is, is that a thyroid issue? Yes. So in particular, hypothyroidism, when we're not producing enough hormones, can turn into Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and that's where your body is creating antibodies against your immune against your thyroid, um, and that causes destruction and damage to your thyroid. Whereas regular hypothyroidism doesn't necessarily attack the gland or the organ itself. Hashimoto's does. Okay. Okay. So. Can thyroid disorders cause weight gain? I think that's the one thing that everybody, uh, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but that's what everyone kind of associates a thyroid with, right? That's right. Um, Hypothyroidism is definitely associated with weight gain. um, And there's just a slow metabolism, inability to lose weight despite trying. Okay. So what factors can increase the risk of a thyroid disorder, including thyroid cancer? So... Previous surgeries Mm -hmm. can increase your risk of thyroid disorders, um, multiple sclerosis, a lot of other autoimmune disorders. Mm -hmm. If you're diabetic, um, sarcoidosis, things like that can. Also, lots of medications can. Lithium, which we don't really see very much, used to be used to treat bipolar disorder. Amiodarone, which is an antiarrhythmic drug that we use all the time for atrial fib. Um, those kind of things can interfere with your thyroid. So if you come to your doctor and we draw your thyroid labs and the they're abnormal, we're going to look over your meds first and see, okay, is this a false abnormality that we need to repeat the labs and go from there? Okay. So when should you get your thyroid levels checked and who can check them? Is it something that you can get done at a regular physical? Is it always a part of a regular physical or is it something you have to ask for? So the thing about any screening recommendations is that we as providers have multiple organizations that Give us indications on what to do. So there's no um, true recommendation for an annual thyroid screening. Um, Most providers do do it as part of an annual wellness, um, just because undiagnosed thyroid issues can cause you to have atrial fib or can cause women to have infertility issues. Um, And of course, we just don't want you to feel bad, fatigued all the time. Um, So most of the time we add it to an annual wellness. Primary care providers can do it. Um, A lot of times I see our gynecologists help out with the management of it as well. Okay. Um, And of course, then the endocrinologist. Now, we typically refer to the endocrinologist from a primary care standpoint when you're hyperthyroid. It's a little bit harder to control. It's a little bit more complex in treatment. So as PCPs, we refer out for that. But typically, we manage the hypothyroidism there in our office. Um, And if it becomes complicated where... We diagnosed you with thyroid disease. We start you on medication, and we're not able to keep your numbers at goal. Mm-hmm. Then we refer you to endocrinology. 
Or if you develop a thyroid nodule, um, which can be developed by just like a hoarseness or can be symptomatic by a hoarseness, um, difficulty swallowing, maybe just even something that you notice on your own neck. Um, we typically look at ultrasounds to diagnose thyroid nodules. And thyroid nodules are not always, that does not mean cancer. Okay. Um, you can have nodules that are not even playing a role in anything, that they're just there. They're just there. <laughs> um, so we typically will look at them with an ultrasound. If you have one, depending on how big it is, we'll follow up on it. Okay. And um, would repeat ultrasounds. And if we become uncomfortable with it or the radiologist recommends a biopsy, mm-hmm. then typically the general surgeon is going to do that um, okay. or ear, nose, and throat. So you're working with all these specialists to kind of figure out what the best place is to go. That's right. After that. So how do you keep your thyroid healthy? Well, there's no proven diet or I mean, I can't tell you here, take this pill over the counter and this will prevent you from having thyroid disease. Mm -hmm. But what we do know is just a general healthy diet, fruits and vegetables and lean meats and exercise just helps maintain your overall health. And so that's going to help prevent other things like the atrial fib that may require you to go on the amiodarone, Mm -hmm. um, things like that. All just kind of plays a part together. That's right. So if um, if I come to see you and you do my thyroid levels, get them get them checked out, and they are abnormal, what's kind of the plan after that? So if you're hypothyroid thyroid, then we use levothyroxine, okay. which is a thyroid hormone replacement medication that's relatively safe. I always tell my patients that you can take it when you're pregnant. So that okay. shows you yeah. how safe it is. That's right. <laughs> um, but it's it, when I say safe, you can't just throw a bunch of milligrams or micrograms at a patient. But we start off on that, and then we just kind of dose adjust up as as we um, check your levels about every eight weeks once we start the medication until we get to a level where everything's steady and you're feeling better. Okay. Um, but regarding the hyperthyroidism, we we refer to the endocrinologist. You typically have to put on put patients on a beta blocker because normally they're shaking and they're having palpitations, and that just kind of helps calm all those symptoms. Okay, so really, it's just kind of synthroid and and monitoring that afterwards. It's That's not right. a, For a huge deal. That's right. Okay. So could you tell us a little bit about thyroid cancer and how that's different than these other um, disorders that you've been talking about? Okay. So thyroid cancer is typically caught by the thyroid ultrasound. When we see one of those nodules that's maybe has grown or doubled in size over 6 to 12 months, things like that. And, and the prevalence of thyroid cancer is relatively rare. Um, we are seeing an increase in thyroid cancer right now. Um, but I think that's because we're, as providers, being more proactive about doing thyroid ultrasounds. Right. Um, and then patients are more aware of, hey, this does not seem normal. What can I do about it? But also, we're seeing in our geriatric population with our baby boomers, there was a lot of childhood radiation used back in you know, the yeah. 50s and 60s for various conditions. Um, and so that can increase your risk of, of thyroid cancer. There's definitely increased risk of, for thyroid cancer in women in their fourth and fifth decade. Um, and although the thyroid cancer diagnosis is on the rise, the death rate is not changing. Okay. Um, and the good thing about thyroid cancer is that it's typically um, pretty easily treated. Mm-hmm. Typically, they remove the thyroid by a general surgeon, depending on... Where it's at, they may remove half of it. They may re- remove the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you would have to go on replacement medicine if you don't have a thyroid. Mm-hmm. But typically, easily treated with surgery and sometimes a little bit of radiation. Okay. There is one recommended screening for if you have a family history of a first-degree relative with thyroid cancer. So first-degree means mom, dad, brother, sister. Okay. Um, that you should at least at one point, at some point in your lifetime get a thyroid ultrasound. 
And so that's done when you get the medical history, right? That's something that you need to mention. That that's right. Mom or dad or somebody else had, had that's that. Right. So, so typically, from our standpoint at National Primary Care, if we're doing an annual wellness, you know, and I'm going over colonoscopy, risk factors, and things like that, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about any family history so we can make sure that we're doing the appropriate screening for the patient. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mandy. To set up an appointment with Mandy at Nashville Primary Care, visit MySouthWall.com or call 229-686-2093. Thank you for listening to this episode of Live Well with Southwell. If you have a question for a healthcare expert or a topic you'd like us to discuss, send an email to info at MySouthWall.com. Until next time, live well.